What's going on, guys? It has been a long time. This is Zach Evnish with the Strong Life Insider. This is like the baby brother of the Strong Life podcast, our full-length episodes where I do longer Q&As or interviews. And uh, listen, baby brother is not necessarily weaker or not as tough as Strong Life podcast. So in this episode, I want to talk about a recent article that I posted up over at ZachEvanesh.com. And the, the article is titled, Building Stronger, Tougher, and Faster Athletes. Eventually, athletes need a heavy bar on their back. And then at the top of this article, there's a quote from one of the uh, most infamous NFL football players, Mike Webster, Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, they made that movie Concussion uh, based around him. And in the quote, it says, if you want a simple strength and conditioning program, stick to the basics. Run your 400s and 800s and do lots of power cleans and presses and long, heavy sets of squats. Now, that being said, I'm sure people would be saying, oh, it's football. Why would you run a 400, let alone an 800? And when I saw that, I knew people would nitpick these kind of little details. But what's interesting is, you know, of course, the, the game has changed a bit since the era of Mike Webster. So whatever, run your hundreds, run your 200s. I think even a big guy should be able to run a 400. And even when I think about that, there is, these were made famous. I believe Dan John wrote an article and it was on a Olympic gold medalist in the hammer throw, I believe. And the article was about his Litvi sprints, right? His name was Litvinov. I'll have to look it up. I'll let you guys look it up. But he would front squat 400 pounds for eight reps. Then he would sprint, run as hard as he could the 400 meters. He would do that for four sets. That guy was a hammer thrower. I mean, all he really needed to do essentially was like singles and doubles and jumps. He didn't need to do that. But you know what? It was work. And it just goes to show you that sometimes we get so caught up in all the perfect, you know, sports specific stuff that we forget about the very basic things that make us tough and strong. And now when I say a heavy bar on their back, I'm talking heavy squats. Yes, they can do heavy split squats. And I know that's a favorite exercise of Cal Dietz. And I'm, I'm experimenting with triphasic, but I'm going to tell you what. During that COVID quarantine time, when gyms were closed down, and then gyms did open up outdoors, but basically mid-March, schools were closed, and then the high school level, we did not get back to school till mid-September, so we're talking six months. At the college level, football players, I believe, went back in July. Some of them went back in August. So at the high school level, we're talking about six months that many student athletes took it upon themselves to not train. They did not squat minus the times they sat down on a toilet bowl. They did not go out and run sprints. They didn't do push-ups. They just sat around. It blows my mind. And a big reason is this generation of athletes have been taught that squatting is bad, that deadlifting is bad, that all of these basic strength training exercises that have been proven 
not just for decades, but for centuries to deliver results are bad. And they've been taught that you should be running around cones and your feet should be dipping in and out of these ladders and that lifting heavy weights is bad for you until they face a stronger team, a stronger opponent who pushes them around, out muscles them, out hustles them and dominates them. And even then they wonder, why does my body hurt during wrestling season or during football season? Why am I feeling like I'm going to throw up after doing some calisthenics? Well, you did nothing. And now we can't go back in time to fix this, but this is a call to arms for coaches out there to start getting athletes to do full range squats. And I even know that there's an argument against that. Do do full range squats make me weaker or slower? Listen, in these high school years, Kids need to be able to get a full range squat. There's nothing wrong with doing a full squat, a trap bar deadlift, an overhead press, a bench press. And then what do you do? How do you complement it? How do you, how do you kind of offset that stuff? Well, you get an athletic-based warm-up. You jump rope. You do power skips. You do karaoke. You do some uh, hurdle jumps in different directions, forward and lateral. You do skater jumps, so you get your lateral and diagonal jumps going. You throw medicine balls from various directions. You could even warm up outdoors with tag games. God forbid we tag people and get too close. One of my favorite things to do is I take our athletes across the street at my one location, and we play ultimate football, which is the same as ultimate frisbee, but we use a rugby ball. You could also play some sort of like a – tag game, but you have to throw the ball at somebody and you got to peg them with a ball. Now we've got speed, agility, we've got chasing, we've got evading, we've got jumping, uh, we've got multi-directional thinking on your feet, but people don't do that anymore. They try to make everything so perfect. Let me tell you, hill sprints, calisthenics, and basic barbell lifts, basic dumbbell lifts are going to turn athletes into beasts. But we don't do that stuff anymore because everybody is afraid of it. Now, when I say we, that ain't me. I'm not falling into that school because I see what happens when you put on 15 or 30 pounds of muscle in a year. And at the high school level, think about it. A kid should be able to grow 15 pounds in a year with barely lifting weights, right? Their hormones should be kicking in. They should be building muscle just by looking at at weights. And so if you gained 15 pounds, you're, you're barely gaining a pound of muscle a month, which is really doable. Um, some kids that I've, that I've worked with were able to put on 15 pounds during this COVID because they followed training at home. They had a barbell, they had a standard bar, they didn't have a squat rack. So I said, all right, you're going to clean and press that bar and you're going to do high rep squats. And I had them doing sets of 20, 25, 30 reps because they, they didn't have a heavy bar. It was a standard bar, not an olympic size bar. And you know what? They got big from it. They also did reverse lunges and walking lunges with those, with those barbells. They put on the muscle. So in six months, we had kids put on 15 pounds, lean muscle. So whatever that comes out to, that's like two and a quarter pounds uh, per month, two and a half pounds per month. That's, you know, half a pound a week. That's nothing. And so This is the direction we need athletes to start moving in. Instead, 
We see wrestlers at the lighter weight classes who don't want to lift weights. Why? Because they're afraid to go up in a weight class because they know that now they're going to have to deal with kids that are stronger. So they'd rather be as a 18-year-old senior wrestling in the 108 pound, 108 pounds as an 18-year-old. Can you believe that? They want to wrestle in that weight class because it's easier. But a true champion would say, you know what? I'm going to get myself better and I'm going to seek out the toughest challenges. And I remember a kid from when I used to work at that bar in Rawway that I've written about. He was a three-time state champ. And I believe he won his state title sophomore year at a lighter weight class. Let's say 112. People started calling him out saying that's the only reason why he won. He was at a lighter weight class. So he said, you know what? F these haters. He went up to 135. And I don't even think he weighed 135. He wins another state title. Next year, he goes to 152, wins a state title weighing like 145. Name is Darren Caldwell. He's quite an impressive MMA fighter nowadays. But I was like, I like that kid. I respect him. He's going out there and competing against heavier and bigger guys to prove to himself, not to prove to others, what it takes. And that fires me up. And so I want you guys to head on over to ZachEvnesh.com. If you're a first-time listener, just go to ZachStrength.com, Z-A-C-H Strength.com. Get your free training courses. Then you'll be able to see all my articles. This article is sprinkled in with videos of us training with links to the Underground Strength Academy, which is undergroundstrengthcoach.com. And uh, if you're a strength coach, you should be in the academy and you should also be part of our Strong Life Brotherhood. That is my business coaching slash mentorship group. Go to slbrotherhood.com and then you can email me to apply. Every Monday in that group, I post a new lesson, a lesson in business, a lesson in life, and it's similar to the training. There's no, there's no fads. There's no gimmicks. It's stuff that builds long-term success. And um, in one month, this will be my eighth year operating the Underground Strength Gym in Manasquan, which is my hometown. And I started doing this, guys, in 2001 in my parents' backyard. Then by 2003, had our first house, my fiance and I, now wife. And that was where the first underground strength gym really began in that two car garage. So we're getting on close to 20 years of being in business and you don't stay in business that long being a fraud, doing fads and gimmicks. And what's cool is athletes come back to us. They come back to us because sometimes they go elsewhere. They might chase the shiny object. They see a big facility with all kinds of fancy equipment. Then they come back because they realize, man, I went to a place that's just fancy. These people don't deep down care about me. These people aren't pushing me on technique, pushing me for greatness. It's just another paycheck. The, to me, the whole goal is using strength and conditioning as a vehicle to change lives. That's why the Strong Life podcast is called Strong Life. We just use this training to improve our life, to go beyond the gym walls. And that's what the Underground Strength Gym is about, building champions in sports and life. And when you're a coach who understands that, I believe your coaching will go to greater heights. That's it, guys. I'm out of here. Go to ZachStrength.com. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening, and please share.